Hey, this is Diana, the Bard of Hudson. What the heck does that mean? A bard is just a storyteller. So here I am to share stories with you. What was it like growing up in the 60s and 70s? Did I really meet Bob Marley on an airplane? I hope you enjoy listening to my crazy life and that it inspires you to share your stories in some way. One great way to share your thoughts with me is through my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Diana the Bard. There you can see the photos and written materials that enrich my stories with visuals. Please check it out. And wherever you're listening, please rate and review and share the podcast. I'd love to hear what you think. At the end of the day, human connection is all we have. Enjoy. Want to make some juicy passive income but don't know where to start? You need to check out Girls Trade 2. Girls Trade 2 is an online community of women learning to trade in the stock market so they can boost their savings and get off that dang hamster wheel of work, work, work. So if you want some help figuring out the stock market, check out a free web class at girlstrade2.com. Hello and welcome back. So nice to be with you again here in this virtual space and we're into our second hundred episodes. So exciting, so exciting. Into college. Wow, seems so dang long ago. In any case, uh, in the summer of 81, I went home to work and my brother had graduated from Tappan Zee High School and dad, he was quite the man around campus in his senior year because my dad had given him a classic Mustang. Oh yeah, so he was very popular not only for himself but he had the ride of all rides and he was very alluring to so many girls as well as so many boys. He was very sought after in all kinds of ways. Um, I heard crazy tales of their senior year uh, orgies and things. Oh my God, you know, in any case, uh, probably not true. A lot of braggadocio there. Um, but I know that my friend Peter was smitten with him for a while there. But he was definitely a ladies' man. And uh, there's some very handsome pictures of him going off to the prom in his white tuxedo and yeah it was pretty exciting um and he got into stanford so he was off to go to california and be a california boy yeah <laughs> but as a graduation present now that my mom had plenty of funds she decided to take my brother to bali and I really don't know much about that trip, but I do know that I was seething with jealousy because that was part of the world that I really wanted to visit. Um, and I never have gotten there yet, but I will, I will. I am going to go and see those gorgeous blue waters and snorkel and see what's left of the fish, fish population, hopefully. In any case, I was left at home but the brilliant thing was that I had the house to myself, and that was incredible. Um, Virginia was not there, so it was like, woohoo, house party, yeah, it was excellent. Um, and I remember this one 
unbelievable party that I had that was really, really fun. I invited the Birdman, um, you know, en masse to come sleep at my house if they wanted to. And a bunch of them took me up on it. So they came from all over, from Massachusetts and Philadelphia and whatever, to converge at my house. And uh, Annie and I were hosting this crazy party. And then I had also a few of my friends from the neighborhood, from um, Rockland. I know uh, they were like, wow, who are these guys? What is going on here? <laughs> and my friend Peter was equally attracted to some of the women and some of the men that, that were there from college. And they were all really fired up about who are these new friends of yours? How exciting. So we had a wild night of debauchery, of course, as usual. But uh, the evening ended in this very wonderful way after a bunch of the kids from from uh, high school and stuff had left. I, I don't know who suggested, hey, let's go for a swim. But our neighbor who the one who the same one who had thrown the wonderful, welcoming, huge parties at Christmas time, he had the most fantastic swimming pool that was set apart away from his house and it was it overlooked the Hudson River with this beautiful columnade of columns that were draped in ivy and this little pergola and it had a diving board and it was a, sort of a bean shaped beautiful natural shape and we had carte blanche invitation to go there swimming anytime. I don't think it included, you know, come at two o'clock in the morning, but we decided that we were hot and ready for a swim. So off we went to trooping through the woods, probably not quiet, to the swimming pool by the back way and we were all having a ball and just swimming and diving and decided it was a naked swimming party because none of my friends had brought their bathing suits so we were skinny dipping it was crazy and <laughs> my friend dante was like climbing the because he loved to climb stuff and he was climbing the columnade and leaping from the columns into the pool cannonball you know and just splashing water everywhere and screaming and yelling and <laughs> there were some uh you know liaisons happening in one corner of the pool my friend luba um who was there who was lovely and had enchanted one of the other boys my friend john and they were making out in the corner of the pool <laughs> and apparently to this day john has never forgotten that evening even though he's married and happily sorry sorry um <laughs> but uh yeah it was quite quite incredible and my friend andy had left to drive his friend home because his his one friend who came from jersey was like i don't want to stay any longer i'm tired and andy had like and decided okay fine i'll drive you home and i'll come back because these are all my friends and i want to hang out with them and he missed the pool part of the party entirely <laughs> and he was so bummed he couldn't believe it but um we were having a ball and 
not paying attention to how loud we were because we're like, we're way out in the middle of the woods. Nobody's listening. But then we saw the, uh, the owner of the house, Mr. Norman, coming down the path in his shorts and t-shirt. And he was like, guys, seriously, what the heck? This is, you know, it's fun that you come some other time, but it is sleeping time now and you need to leave. <laughs> so we were like, oh, oh my gosh. Oh, so sorry. I, I was beside myself mortified because here I was na naked in front of him to boot, not only being, you know, offensive in terms of sound, but yeah. Um, and so I was apologizing, wrapping myself in a towel. And as he turns to walk away, he's not, he's not, you know, 20 feet away. And my friend Dante just goes, ah, it's just cause we're naked in your pool, you old fart. And I was like, oh, seriously, come on, stop. So that was funny. Um, but yeah, it was a wild, wonderful time. And the rest of that summer, not the rest of that summer, no, part of the summer, I had a fantastic internship at Rolling Stone magazine, of which, of course, my friend Chip was seethingly jealous that I got to hang out in the offices of Rolling Stone magazine. But I had applied as an intern, a free intern, of course, and uh, I had uh, gotten this wonderful internship and I went into the city I think it was only like two or three days a week, maybe, uh, to, it was, the offices were at 54th Street, so they were very close to the plaza. It was really cool neighborhood, you know, I mean, ritzy, fantastical, not my thing, but, you know, something different that, that I had never hung out in that neighborhood at all. And uh, I remember Paul Sassoon's uh, salon was in that neighborhood and my mom, now that she had money, was getting her hair cut at Sassoon's. Ooh, la la. Um, but this internship was so fun because I worked in the photography department and I helped file pictures. So I was holding, you know, original prints from Annie Leibovitz and stuff of Bruce Springsteen, of course, which is wild. And I still have a couple of those because they threw out the seconds, you know, the ones that they were like, nah, we're not gonna use these. They were gonna throw them out. And I was like, I need them, please. Uh, so I have a couple of shots of Annie Leibovitz unsigned, but her photographs of Bruce Springsteen in concert, which is really cool. And I remember being in the office and my boss's name was Fran, and but she was like an underling, and um, I don't remember her last name, but uh, I remember being in the office when she got a phone call from some guy who had just been to a conference. And after she got off the phone, she told me, oh yeah, he was ranting about this new thing, some kind of like small metal disc where you can have recordings on it, like tons of them, and it saves a lot of, uh, information. He said it's gonna replace the LPs and I told him to go take a jump off that bridge. That'll never happen. But that was the first heads up to Rolling Stone about CDs. And she ignored him. She was like, no, it's not gonna happen. 
So that was really interesting that I was there for that conversation. And I'm sure he went on to call other people probably and, and uh, try to tell them. So this stuff was coming out at, at some kind of tech, you know, uh, convention and being introduced as the new, the new thing that was going to make vinyl obsolete. And as we've seen, things come back, you know, now everybody's clamoring for vinyl. Everybody wants vinyl. And in truth, the sound of vinyl is so much warmer and more beautiful and rich. But, you know, everybody wants the new thing. So CDs, CDs, it was all CDs for a while there. Yeah, I do remember going down to the Jersey Shore to visit my friend Chip um, on July 4th. And unfortunately it rained and it started pouring. So there was supposed to be a concert with his friend and his brother's band um, on the boardwalk and it was supposed to be a whole big deal, but I never did get to go to that July 4th. But I spent the evening with his family and his mother cooked this huge Italian dinner and insisted and insisted that I should be eating more, eat more, eat more. It's delicious. So I got to see his family in person and all of the crazy stories that he had been telling me, hear them be told by the people whose stories they actually were. His mom's name was Yolanda, but he called her Yo-Yo. <laughs> so that was very funny. And I drove back in the middle of the night, not in the middle of the night, but like midnight or something like that. And there were still fireworks going off the whole length of the Jersey Turnpike. So that was pretty cool and a uh, very different July 4th for me. And we got into the Springsteen concerts. I was able to see some of the most fantastic Springsteen concerts between that summer and the fall, the following fall. And to see Bruce Springsteen in concert was unbelievable. It was inspiring. It was unprecedented. He played for four to five hours every time. And the energy was incredible. He played all of the favorite songs that we all loved and he held the microphone out to the audience to hear us sing. So it was, it was high energy. It was just like, oh my God, I couldn't believe how affected I was, how my entire body just rang with love and inspiration and excitement at the Springsteen concerts that I went to. And that was a huge education for me as well. And I love Bruce Springsteen to this day. So I never lost that, even though later when I communicated with Chip over Facebook and I was saying something about Springsteen and he was like, please, childhood is childhood. We gotta leave things behind. And I was kind of sad about that because he had been such a huge and devoted and informed fan. But whatever, yeah, I guess it's true. We do have to grow up and leave some things behind, but it is fun this nostalgia of reading back over these things. And I will share some more with you tomorrow. Thank you for being here. 
Thanks for listening. If you'd like to connect, you can find me on Instagram at Diana the Bard or on Facebook at Diana Green. And check out my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Diana the Bard for photos and other fun additions. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you're listening. It makes a world of difference and helps others to find the show. I'd really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Bye.